Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The sun is shining nice and bright down in the state of South Carolina as Furman. With our first big upset of 2023, the March Madness. It's upon us. Down goes Virginia. Oh. Heard that one before. UVA out. Yeah. Tony can't get through can't get out of the first, first round. First round Tony. First round Tony. It's the daily ticket. Good afternoon, everybody. Remember Jay Wright used to be that guy? The first, early exit. Not first round, but second round. Yeah. Jay Wright was the second round exit guy. Well, you know, he's got the championship. He's got the hardware to show for it. He's got a great program. They got good players. How good is Furman? You know, that was a popular pick. That was. I think it was popular, though, because of Virginia's flaws. Well, there was a 13-4. It wasn't 12-5. So I think that changes it up a little bit. Um you know, I think the the biggest thing from anyone out there, whether you're an average Joe or somebody that pays attention all day, every day to college hoops, Virginia's offense is a little suspect, a little stuck in the mud. And they don't I have say. a lot of size. It's not like they're overly great at anything. It's just they're good defensively. But yeah. when you turn the ball over like they did late in that game, the the reason they got Furman got that three was because of a horrendous turnover. So, yeah, when you turn the ball over, defense doesn't really matter in that circumstance. And Furman took advantage of that turnover. And now Virginia's first round exit again. All right. Well, we're streaming. Once again, it's the Daily Ticket. You can find us at Fox PHL Gambler. I got so many buttons, I don't know what to do with myself <laughs> right now. Camera one, camera two, camera three, camera four, nobody there. Just keep it on camera two. I would like if we can get like a uh, a three-man here. Is it possible to do the, the three-man? Of course, Mark Henry not here yet, but when he gets here. Uh my favorite, my favorite game. This is this is already. We're gonna get an upset. Sean Brace over Technology. I'm gonna get the upset. I'm gonna what do seed it. are you against Technology? We already did this before, right? Are you a 16 seed, 15 seed? Shift plus two. <laughs> By the way, did you see Utah State? They were only down, I think, four at the half. Yeah. Did not make a single three in the first half. Really? Not one. I think zero for nine might have been a little bit more than that. Huh. Well. Yeah, we are off and running. Virginia and West Virginia was a good game. Or uh, West Virginia and Maryland was a good game. Of course, West Virginia had that by how many points? And then they Of course, I'm all over West Virginia, too. I was all over them. Couple updates right now as we speak. We got Missouri and Utah State. That's tied up at 41. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Utah State favored in that one? Utah State was a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And Utah State has that whole Mountain West thing going against them. Mountain West team has not won, I think, what, since 2018 or Correct. something like that? Yeah. I like San Diego State. That's coming up here at 325. Uh, oh, you yeah. might be on an island there. Yeah. I'm, I, gonna... I'm seeing a lot of Charleston. I think I'm going to end up going on Charleston. I think Mark Henry Jr., who is going to join us at some point, right? Uh, I think he is also on Charleston. Yeah, I believe he's on the boulevard. Uh, we'll see him tomorrow. He's stuck on traffic. <laughs> we'll see him tomorrow. Stuck in traffic. <laughs> see him for the Friday games, Mark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so Daily Ticket, get involved in the conversation at Fox PHL Gamble. We are streaming there. You can catch us. 
You got John Jansen's big old mug right in your face right there. We're going to talk college troops all day today. Joe Tanzi going to join us at 4 o'clock. Um, I'm excited, man. Right from the start of this tournament, we get an upset like that, Furman over Virginia. Hopefully nobody's bracket took, took too much of a hit. I don't believe that a lot of people had Virginia going all that far. Uh, but, you know, it's one of those things where this is that was a popular pick. So you have to ask yourself, what are the other popular picks that people are going to be going after, after and whether or not you believe that those are going to happen? I can tell you right from the jump, as John just brought up, Charleston's getting a lot of love against San Diego State. Of course, you got the other 12-5s with Drake. Everyone thinks Drake is going to beat Miami. And even there's some people out that are doubting Duke with Oral Roberts. I am not one of those people. I'm with you then. I like Duke. I think Duke has been playing really well in the second half of the season. And they kind of have that look. They're a good defensive team. They have that star in Kyle Filipowski. Everything just kind of feels good for Duke. Feels right as in terms of a team that could end up making some moves in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. So, look, we're off. And, of course, they're probably going to lose first round. Well. Although, I will say the number is high. I think it's like the six. Is it? Duke over Oral Roberts. Yeah, I think the number did get up pretty high, so. Look, if you want to take the, the spread with Oral Roberts, I guess that's fair. But no, I'm not taking an, an outright victory. All right. Good stuff. Hey, look, we're going to take a quick timeout. We'll come right back. We're just getting started here. It's the Daily Ticket. Mark Henry Jr. is going to join us in a second. More after this. All right, we're back. After a little bit of hiccups, what are you going to do, you know? It's the Daily Ticket on a Thursday. I just caught the end of that Furman game. What in the hell? Are you kidding me? What just happened there? I, I, you know, he got trapped in the corner, and then he decided to throw the ball up for grabs, uh, you know, thinking he's going to run the clock. Uh, yeah, that's not smart. But, hey, down goes Virginia. Saw a lot of people had... Furman, you know, moving on from their brackets plus the six and a half. So nice work by a lot of people there. Yeah, that uh, that hail mary. I don't get what you're doing there because they could have just tried to get the foul. You know, I anything but that quick turnover like that. The fact that it happened where he throws it up, Furman gets it, quick three in a matter of a few seconds. Uh, that is not good. So unfortunately, very bad play for Virginia there. But thing is, that was a good game. Maryland-West Virginia, good game. And now Utah State-Missouri ending up being a really good game as well. So, at least we're off to a good start. Can't say the same for my bets, though. No. No. West Virginia not looking good. Utah State is 2-for-18 from 3, even though they have the lead right now. So, that's fine. But yeah, I am, I'm not liking this. Well, now we roll on to the next games. Looks like Kansas is doing well. Yeah, they are. It was... Tight early, I think I was seeing it was twenty eight twenty seven, but yeah, Kansas starting to pull away. Figured that was going to happen too. Utah. I feel confident about it. Kansas and and Kansas and Alabama. Mm-hmm. To me, I, I know we don't have a for sure teams, but uh, Kansas Alabama, I I do feel confident in coming into the tournament. I can't say that Houston a little bit. Because of they are good, and Marcus Sasser was injured in that conference game, but he's also injured, and we don't know how healthy he's going to be, if he's going to be 100% or not, and Purdue's Purdue, and they're not good. Yeah, no, everything is, you're right about that. You just can't, you don't want to put all your eggs into Purdue's basket because you know that that's going to come back and bite you. It's like, you know, betting on Virginia. Although I, 
Look, I wasn't comfortable giving the six, six and a half, but I had them moving on in the bracket. I just didn't think that they would lose. So here we go. We have a number from uh, SportsCenter put this out. But for the Men's Tournament Challenge, 16.3 million perfect brackets were busted when 13-seed Furman upset 4-seed Virginia. That is out of 20 million. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. It's crazy. Nobody could. Good yeah. Lord. I thought for sure we had a perfect bracket. At least one. I don't even know. I don't know no, why. No, I don't think there's ever been one, Never right? been one. No, you got no shot. It's it, We went over it yesterday. Oh, the odds are ridiculous, yeah. yeah. We went over it yesterday. It's it's absurd for you to think that you could pick out the perfect bracket, but... Um, no, I, I can do it. I'll do it eventually. I thought I had it this this year, and then I got... I believe in my bracket, I had West Virginia advance because I moved it because of Tansy. I had West Virginia in every single one of them. Yeah, Tansy <laughs> was like, they stink away from home. All right. Well, I just thought, and it was happening early on. West Virginia is very physical. They pressure you a lot. And it was working, and Maryland was turning the ball over like crazy. West Virginia was getting easy transition buckets. And then kind of the tables flipped, and all of a sudden Maryland was putting this full court pressure on them. They were putting the pressure pretty much uh, almost the entire way whenever they got to the three-point line. Like it was Maryland, you know, they they flipped the tables. And defensively, they won that game because of it. Well, here we are now. They were advanced. We'll pull up the bracket and check that out once again to give you the live action. Kansas up 58-42. to 42. That game is about 17 minutes to go here in the second. We got on the screen right here. Missouri up by one over Utah State. 8.30 to go there. Coming up next, we're going to have Charleston and San Diego State. That's going to be a good five one. Five and a half. Yeah, that's going to be really good. And, and like I said, I'm, I'm on an island by myself on that one. I will be rolling. Yeah, I think I'm I'm going to be on Charleston. I'm about to to put that one live and put it out on my Twitter account at jjensen34. But yeah, I, I think that one's going to be a live one for me. Right. And I'm going with Charleston. We're live on a, a number of outlets here. I'm hoping that we can figure out how to get the multiple cam going. I want to say... <laughs> you don't need a camera on my face. This thing is right up against me, too. This is in my face. We got all sorts of new stuff over here. <laughs> All new gadgets for you to mess up? Well, yeah, none of it works. <laughs> Nobody told me anything. We'll try this. Just figure it uh, out as we go. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then we'll go here. We'll go here. And then we're going to go. But I don't know why it doesn't do. It's just so odd. <laughs> I was also trying to get the multi-view uh, thing on YouTube TV. What a way to roll that out. Yeah, for that, the NCAA tournament. That would have been nice if we could have got that going. I know. I think it's only for a select few. Because I know some people have it. But I've been taking advantage of, what, the three, the free three hours you get on March Madness Live? See, this is why we need Mike Powers here. <laughs> Where you at, Powers? Let's go. Yeah, well, He doesn't have a job or anything. It would be nice if, like, this auto button worked where it's, like, supposedly when you talk, it flips, but it doesn't do that. All right. <laughs> You know, it was easy yesterday. I did the show solo, so I just went and hit one button and I was on. But this is always some nonsense. All right, we're off and running here, though. Let's go and open up the bracket and take a peek at what we got going on as far as who's up next for Furman. Who does Furman have to take on now? Furman. Let me check the bracket. Yeah, well, that's... We should have it up, oh, up I would imagine. Yeah, I closed all mine after the first game. So. <laughs> So down goes 
West Virginia, Maryland will take on the winner of Alabama. And, Charleston yeah. and San Diego State Correct. Uh, will take on Furman. Okay. All right. Um, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about what is coming up next. So we got College of Charleston and San Diego State. Just now trying to log into DraftKings real quick. So yeah, after that, Arizona. We just tipped off right now. Alabama, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. Obviously, they played in the play-in game. Nice. Alabama up to an eight nothing start. First Arizona- half line was twenty. Was uh, fifteen. Joseph eleven. Um, he, he took it two days ago, and I thought it was a great nice. play. Yeah. So, uh, so far, so good. Yeah, looks good. And then Arizona, Princeton at four ten, and probably one of my favorite bets of the day. That's not saying much, considering how I'm starting off the day. But Arkansas over Illinois, Illinois is not good. The Big Ten's not good. I know Maryland just won that game against West Virginia, uh, but Illinois just Brad Underwood does not have a good squad there. And Arkansas at times looked great in the SEC this season, so I think I'm all over Arkansas. It's only a short spread, one and a half. I like the Razorbacks in that one. But yeah, Illinois is just not good enough. Princeton and Arizona will be coming up at 410. You got 14 and a half point spread there for Arizona. 153 and a half. Of course, the Wildcats just won the Pac-12 conference tournament. Princeton, not too familiar with too much of a, from the Ivy League. I, I would be fearful to lay that number. You're looking at a very athletic Arizona team. Um, one that that could probably get away from Princeton, but fourteen and a half kind of surprised me a little bit there. So maybe Princeton will have some successful backdoors. Going to be a lot of those today. Already a ref show. It's already been a ref show today, by the way. It has been. Yeah, it has been. Uh, all the reviews have been ridiculous. Oh my God. Yeah, the reviews. That took- West Virginia Maryland one. They were trying to figure out who it was out of bounds off of, mm. and it took way too much. I think it took like five to seven minutes. Can't do that. Yeah, you can't stop the game that long. And they had one in the first half too. I'm just like, what is going on, man? Like, just let these guys play. It's total ref show. And I thought that was going to start happening in the Virginia game because Virginia got up because of some fouls that they were getting. You know, getting some uh, favorable whistles. And once that was happening, you know, I thought Furman was going to be kind of dead because the plus five and a half it looked good until they had to start fouling Virginia over and over again but credit to Furman they kept making their shots and forced Virginia into I don't know what that turnover was but again credit to them for at least making those shots in between the free throws he just threw it up for grabs hoping that it would run out the clock yeah there's a video of a Furman player going into the tunnel and he's asking with his hands up I can't believe why did he throw that ball up why did he do that it was it was a very puzzling decision yeah, you almost want to just go ahead and, and you know, if, well, I don't even know where the arrow was for jump ball, but that was bad. Poor kid. He's not going to be able to show his face for a little while. Remember, these these are kids. Yes. So don't be tweeting them. All right. Uh, let's keep it moving here. And trying to get caught up on a few things just as far as what we're looking at with these upcoming games. So Missouri and Utah State's what we have right now, and that's a five-point line. Or five-point number, 56-51, 56-53. Utah State just got a bucket. So we're about seven and a half to go here. Yeah, Missouri hasn't pulled away, but they've just been able to maintain a lead, mostly because Utah State just can't hit a three. The points in the paint, Utah State, 40 of their 53 points are in the paint. That's they, They're able to stay in this game because of that, and they're attacking the rim efficiently. They're doing very well there. You gotta start hitting your threes though. And if that doesn't happen, Missouri's probably just gonna continue to keep this I mean slight lead, but continue to keep that lead though. 
Both teams, 250 to one to win it all. 40 to one for Missouri to come out of this region. 25 to one come out of their region. I don't understand the Utah State love. Well, I guess I don't understand it because the Mountain West has not done well. And everybody is talking about that trend, which is why I'm trying to fade it. I don't think I'm going to do that with San Diego State. Don't do it. This is the one opportunity to fade the Mountain West trend of all the teams in the Mountain West that have lost since 2018, and they have not won a tournament game since 2018. That's right. But uh, I'm, I immediately, once this game got going, about five minutes into Utah State, Missouri, I figured this was not going to go well and that this was a very bad idea, and I probably should not have bet Utah State. All right. Let's keep it moving and... What's going on? Why is that not working? All right, and then is anything working? No, it's definitely <laughs> not. I don't know why. I'm just trying to bring it back to that, and it's not doing it for me. All right, let's talk a little bit about what we got as far as the night games. Just to update everybody into the six o'clock hour, Auburn and Iowa. That's at six fifty. Auburn's a point and a half favorite there. That game is being played down in basically Birmingham, Alabama. So be careful on that one. Oral Roberts and Duke, that was a game we discussed a little earlier. Duke is six-point favorites. You know, been floating around that number. It continues to climb. Uh, Duke, six-point favorites, 146 is your total there. Colgate and Texas, that number's come down from 15 to 13. Colgate's Just familiar names, yeah. it's Because it, Colgate has been in the tournament before. Um, Oral Roberts, obviously, been in the tournament. So it's just familiar names that people can, I think, identify, okay, I've seen them before. I know they've played in the tournament, but I don't know if that number should be going down. Colgate's no joke. Uh, they're one of the better three-point shooting teams they're in good, the country. They're good, for sure. But Texas just had unbelievable success winning the Big 12 or winning a um, Big 12 conference tournament. So I don't know, you know what people are reading into thinking that Colgate is the play here to bump that number down. I mean, I guess... You're saying if they're hitting their three-pointers, they're never out of it. So it could be that would be the case. but And especially maybe co- coming up or what you just watched with Furman. I mean, you get an upset like that, you might be able to say, yo, all right, got to go ahead and take take the other upset. I guess Mark's here. Three o'clock on the dot. Mark Henry Jr., nice work. Ah, the boulevard had traffic. Unbelievable. I can't believe the boulevard had traffic. The hell? Anyways, no, it's good to have Mark in studio, so that's a good thing. I'm only going to bust his chop so much. But we'll see what happens with uh, 59-53, Missouri up right now as we speak. And Charleston and San Diego State are already off and running. Now that is to 6-2. Charleston opens up. Yeesh! All right, we got to go to the screens here now. See now, this is another thing too. I'm 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 on foreign soil here. I don't know how to get these games as far as you know changing it up from from channel to channel. All right, we'll figure this out. We're gonna take quick time out now that we got that up. Other side, Mark Henry Jr. in studio. Don't go hear more after this. Black magic, my ass. Oh. We're dancing. We're dancing. It's the daily ticket. Wow. Not a big Santana guy, I'm guessing. Black magic woman? Oh, great, Jim. 
<laughs> Great jam. Uh, Mark Henry Jr. I don't know how I pulled a Santana reference out there. Oh, Black Magic Woman. It's I like a good it. song, yeah. I think it was in Guitar Hero, if I'm not mistaken. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, now making it to the studio. <laughs> there is break. Just to, just to let everybody know, breaking news. There was traffic on the boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> More Tra than that's usual. never happened before. Tra More than usual. I can't believe the Boulevard of Broken Dreams. It took a little while to get here. Hello, Mark Henry Jr. It's great to have you. I'm busting your stones. It's I great. It's great to be here. You could be half, you know, half glass, half empty, and say that being on the Boulevard, stuck in traffic, made the Furman win for me and the Maryland win for me, and starting two and zero less Whoa. enjoyable. Or you could be say the opposite, glass half full. It made traffic less frustrating. So. You know, you could look at it both ways. Yeah, I did not get an opportunity to catch the ending of that game or else I would, my head would have been on fire. But, uh, I, you know, it's one of those trendy plays, Mark, and you had them. Not to say, you know, you're a man that follows trends, but these games, we all know. First of all, she's amazing. She's great. MLB Network's own uh, Lauren Shahadi. Shahadi, yeah. there you go. She's tremendous. She's great. She is on my morning show. I can't wait for baseball season to come back. We'll be talking baseball in a second. I can't wait. Yeah. So the trendy picks, you know, are f there for a reason because these teams are damn good. And, you know, I think we're looking at one right now with Charleston, right? 12-5, of course. Every time you look at that, you see, one thing that I was talking to Julian Edlo about this week that I feel like, we should do more of a focus on, especially for the first round and to the second round. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Is that the selection committee, they know what they, they, they're going to get. Like, they know what they want. You know, there are a few of those games that you're like, hmm. You know, they're jumping off the page at you because of the... Uh, the, 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 the two teams, the style of play, the backgrounds, the talking points, whatever it may be, they know what they're getting into. Like, nobody was shocked in the selection committee that Furman knocked off Virginia. All right? The 12 fives, there's a reason why. Now, Duke, I'm still wondering why Duke's a, 12, a five. That, that was disrespectful. Yeah, them and Virginia should have been swapped. I think it's yeah. probably the worst thing that the selection committee did. And if that means, you know, if, you know, maybe Duke would rather see Oral Roberts than Furman uh, after what we just watched. We don't know. Maybe it's more about how bad Virginia was than how good Furman is. That'll we'll know more about that next round. But yeah, I think that was like the number one thing that I couldn't justify from the selection committee. And if that's the biggest sin, you know, just you know, one spot difference. That's so not that be bad. It. Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, one one thing we did see. As I said, talking about these trendy plays, Drake, that's a 12-5 against Miami, VCU, 12-5 versus St. Mary's, Oral Roberts, 30-4 and four this year, going up against, wow, combined records of all the 12 seeds. You see that? Yeah. It dropped. It was like 130-15. and 15. That's amazing. Yeah, we, we won't be shocked when a 12 knocks off a 5. It happens every single year. But the selection committee knows what they're doing, and that's the seed that they're hoping for an upset. 
And I don't know who is it going to be. You know, I'm, I'm definitely taking VCU over St. Mary's. Yeah. Definitely going with VCU over St. Mary's. I'm going to stick with Duke, though. Duke's my play. Yeah, well, I love two fives and I love two twelves. That's kind of where I'm at with the five twelve matchups. And I try as as hard as I can. And a lot of people get mad at me about this on Twitter. But people talk so much about what's trendy and where the public is. And this is an NFL thing even more than a March Madness thing. And Jansen knows how many times I've said this on the line change. But like, I really do try to evaluate what's going on on the court and on the field instead of trying to guess why you know, degenerate gamblers are gambling either way, like in Vegas. Like, I try to not follow the line movement and all that stuff quite as much as trying to evaluate what's going on on the, on the court. And two of the 12s that I liked in terms of the matchups were Charleston, and I also liked the one you just mentioned with VCU. I think St. Mary's is vulnerable, and I think San Diego State is vulnerable for similar reasons, coming from kind of weak conferences, not as battle-tested as some of these other teams. And if not that Charleston is all that battle tested, but you're getting five and a half points and they're the 12 seed, you're picking a little bit of an upset. Um, the two fives that I love, you mentioned one that you're on the same page as me with is Duke. I'm staying away from that game today in terms of a gambling standpoint, but I think Duke's making a deep run in this tournament to the Elite Eight or beyond. Um, I, I do think there's a chance Oral Roberts keep it, keeps it closer than you think, and maybe they're pesky. Maybe they only lose by five yeah, or six. Yeah, I think the spread comes into play more than the money line in that yeah. game. And if you it's, li- a, it's a big spread. Six it is. Big. If it was four and a half, four, I think I'd be on Duke. If you listen to some people like Big Cat, spreads don't matter. Just pick a winner, and then yeah. you, you bet the spread, and that, that's where you go. Um, I don't do, do that. Think, <laughs> I, I know. I, I know. There is a stat out there that like 90% of March Madness winners, it's the sp- like you just bet the spread, and you're going to win. So there's something about that out there. So that's obviously a little bit skewed because you're, you're counting the underdog winners yeah. who cover the spread. So it's definitely a skewed number, but um, just a joke I wanted to throw out there. But... It's definitely something to something to you know watch out for is the twelve five thing. Miami, as you guys know, and I'm sure we'll get into it later. They're not playing today, so it's not as pressing of a conversation. You guys know how much I hate this Miami Drake conversation and how much everyone's pumping Drake up yes. as if Miami doesn't have probably the best guard play in the tournament. So um, I think people forget what wins in March and it's guard play. Well. You know, uh, as far as what we saw with Furman and how well they shoot the three-pointer, uh, the number one team when it comes to uh, three-pointers this year, we were just talking about it, um, Colgate. Mm-hmm. And that number is now coming down. They're, I think they're number two or number three. I don't know if they're the number one team, but they're up there top three. Um, and it might be percentages. They're good at shooting a freaking deep ball. Just leave it alone. And that number has come down from 15 down to 12 and a half. Wow. Yeah, I mean, are we going to take... Do you think that there's anything there because of the fact that people saw Furman and now all of a sudden we're on the upsets? Yeah, in terms of the line movement, that could very well be the case. Um, But I think Texas is very vulnerable. I've been saying this uh, for for all week, and I know everyone just watched them win the Big 12 conference tournament, and everyone thinks that's the best conference, and it obviously is. But that doesn't mean that they're the best team because they won the Big 12 Conference Tournament. I think Cade Cunningham won the Big 12 Conference Tournament. They went on and lost to Oregon State in, in the first round um, You know, in, in, when they got to the tournament. 
I think Texas has a couple things you can pick apart. And if you shoot the three well, you can beat that defense. And like you just said, that's exactly what Colgate does. And a weird thing about Texas, you'd think with all their size, all their length, they must be really good at rebounding the basketball. They're not. They're actually below average in terms of the country and well below average in terms of the teams in the tournament. Not that Colgate necessarily is going to be the team that really takes advantage of that. They do have Connor Vanover, so that's a that's a chance that he could he could kind of exploit that a little bit. Uh, but I do think Texas is probably going to lose in the second round if I had to call my shot. Really. And who would they have in the second round? I think they lose to either team that wins Texas A and M Penn State. To be quite honest, wow. um, I like Penn State. That's been one of my one of my big calls. With my two big calls were Furman and Penn State to the Sweet Sixteen before the. Yeah, I have fallen in love with Penn State in the first round. They, they their analytic shot chart is like a nerd's dream. It's just all dunks and threes. They don't take mid-rangers, and they modeled their offense after Jay Wright and Villanova, basically. And Jalen Pickett is the perfect guy to run that that kind of style of, of game, playing that almost inside-out, posting guys up, posting guards up. And he's a big guard, too, so it works. Yeah, It, it reminds me a lot of Jalen Brunson and, and Villanova. Yeah, as, as Brad Underwood said in the Big Ten tournament, he's playing that, he's playing that booty ball. They got <laughs> to stop Jalen Pickett playing booty ball. He, he drove Brad Underwood absolutely insane backing down his guards. Yeah, and I, I think have a feeling Brad Underwood's going to be driven insane again today. I agree 100%. I heard you talking about that on the way in. And I that's a that's funny one. Like when we first got that line, when we first saw that, that matchup, Arkansas-Illinois, the 8-9 matchup, I was looking at it and I'm like, I like Arkansas, but you know I'm not all the way there to bet it. I'll just pick them in the bracket and I won't bet it. And every day that I've looked more into the matchup, and even today, I'm just talking myself more and more into Illinois Arkansas. Illinois is not that good. It's not even that. I think Illinois has got a lot of talent. Tara Shannon's really talented. Mike uh, Mayer is really, really talented. I think Brad Underwood stinks as a coach, number one. And I also think that they just haven't put it together. They've had all these like behind-the-scenes issues. There's There's been a lot, of, a lot of adversity that they've had to fight through, and they've gotten hot at times. But they're not coming in hot as we speak. So I think also when you're when you're talking about me saying Brad Underwood not be a, might not be a good coach, I think Arkansas's got a top five coach in the country in Eric Musselman. So I'm all aboard the must bus. I've got the Arkansas shirt on. Woo, Is that what you're rocking? You Who got picks, the Arkansas shirt. Yeah, on? yeah, the Razorback shirt on. Shout out Isaiah and Joe. I, I know you said they lost a lot of recent games, but that was a gauntlet. They played on the road at Alabama, on the road at Tennessee against Kentucky. They went against Auburn and then lost against Texas A&M. That's not easy. So no, they've yeah. obviously played some really tough games. Illinois also not playing well, losing three of their last four, and the only wins coming in double overtime against Michigan, and uh, including there's a loss against Ohio State in that. So yeah, I'm just I from hearing Dick Girardi. You know, we I know we we got a Maryland win, but he's seen all those Big Ten teams, and he said over and over to me that they just don't have the athletes. I think Arkansas has the athletes, and I think the athleticism of the SEC is going to take over in that game against Illinois. Yeah, for me, it's the coaching. Like that too. I, oh, for sure. I, I agree think with that. I think yeah. both teams are just so inconsistent, but both teams have so much talent. I'm just gonna. You know, I'm buying into Musselman. Well, we got a blowout under on our hands here with Kansas and Howard. That's seventy-eight fifty-seven. Yeah, yeah. also it Missouri, Utah State starting to get. There. It wasn't earlier though. Howard hung around. They were down two with like a couple minutes left in the first half, and then Kansas, you know, took it away. So it turns out when you have a deficit and you can't hit threes, that it's really hard to make a comeback. Yeah, <laughs> and Utah State's figuring that out the very hard way. Mizzou about to close down potentially a three and zero start for me in the bracket and on the picks to start the day. I'm feeling it. That's- I can't. Do anything but lose right in now. my in my big <laughs> in my big money bracket pool. There's 181 people in there. 
seven perfect brackets. I got two of them right now. So let's no let's just throw that out there. Wow. Not me. Under the present button. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Fun little stat, by the way, to throw out there as we're watching San Diego State and Charleston struggle to score. I heard a stat <laughs> from Stanford Steve that if you have a first half under in the NCAA tournament of 65 and a half or more, it hits it like a 75% clip. So I was staring at them today. I couldn't really find any I liked today. Uh, but for the people out there who might be inclined or looking for something, that's a it's an interesting stat. Yeah, Charleston and San Diego State just full of bricks at the moment. Yeah. That's fine with me. I'm all right with that. I don't have any total points or anything like that. No. Just, just you know, oh, actually, I mean, obviously a low-scoring game, it favors the underdog. So this yeah. is not a bad game for Charleston here. Yeah. San Diego State's a tough team. and But the problem is they're giving five, I think, I got it at. So that's not what you want to see. But, hey, look, long way to go. Um, you know, Virginia was up by double digits in the first half. Uh, West Virginia was up by 20, I think, at one point. They're up big, Blew yeah. it. Yeah, that's a bad job right there. All right, let's get into uh, a, a fun conversation. And, and I mean everywhere of that because Mark and I are going to yell at each other for a minute. <laughs> um, last night. It happened. Uh, yeah. it, it happened. And, you know, it's it's heartbreaking for a lot of people. Look, I will be 100% up front with you. I was heartbroken. I was blown away. I was gutted for a good five minutes. But then once I started seeing the Mets fans' reactions on the timeline, <laughs> I didn't think about the injury anymore. I, I, I just, I don't care. Like, you can say, oh, you're evil. That's fine. I am loving the freak out from all oh, the Mets geez. fans. Loving it. Loving it. It's hysterical. That rat KFC from Barstool. Anytime I can see him squirm, <laughs> I am all about it. That dude, yeah, I hate to keep referencing all those Barstool guys, but they spent all the money to promote on your timeline, too, anyways. <laughs> um, but f the Frank the Tank, who's... <laughs> it's just cr Dude, I was dying last night at all of the timeline reactions. People are so upset. Yeah, Diaz is done for season. I mean, it's just a terrible, terrible thing. He got it from... And it was a freak accident. Correct. Which has happened in baseball four. I think it was Kendry Morales. Oh, so you're going to be on my side of this. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Well, look, baseball is much bigger than just baseball in America and Major League Baseball. It is a it is a global sport. Uh, and what we're seeing over there in, in Japan and what we've been seeing around World Baseball Classic, it is more than just... You know, you shouldn't play it because what about the Major League Baseball season? There are more leagues in Major League Baseball, and oh, oh, and come on, man. it is a global sport. <laughs> That's a ridiculous like, we have, we, should, should NBA players play in FIBA games? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. 
Like, should should soccer players not play in national games? Like these, There's not this is, nine months of a season for the NBA. But this is, this is bigger than just Major League Baseball. This is big for the sport. I, I and what I, all these guys are saying about having saying fun. There's, there's more than one league is a little crazy. Like, the it's, KBO is competitive with the MLB. The, how many players from this sport are from this, you know, nonsense tournament are in the MLB? It's most of them. Besides the countries that aren't doing well. Like, no, for somebody who likes Major League Soccer, it's like, no, it's, so, yeah, so we have the, to... That's the big disconnect here. The soccer people like the WBC because they're used to, you know, countries and tournaments and, and all these different things and being like, oh, I can value the EPL and I can also value the Champions League and I can value the MLS and then I can value the World Cup and then I can value the Euros and the Copa America, all these different tournaments. Copa, you were there though. Nice but, work. But me, <laughs> like looking on the outside, I think that's ridiculous. Like, I think like soccer fans not being like, I was watching again, another Barstool reference. Well, you, but yeah, I you was have watching, to, you have to. You have to set yourself up with a roster. Yeah, that can no, compete, I understand. You know, but the thing that's like, like the barstool. I was watching a barstool soccer stream one time because it was a big game and I was interested. And there was two different fans there. Same, I think it was like a Tottenham, and they were both Tottenham and both Britain fans or whatever it is. English, England, England. <laughs> yeah, England fans. Um, and they were like sitting there arguing about what matters more on World Cup or EPL on Champions League. If the fans themselves can't figure it out, like. How am I supposed to know as an outsider what matters in soccer and what well, doesn't? I, and I think that's a big problem for Americans in general with soccer. And I think it's a big reason why more people watched Marquette and Xavier play for a third time this season than watched the United States play in the World Baseball Classic in America. That says a lot. Well, like, first of all, the WBC, it, it's been all over the place for America. That's I. The West Coast times have thrown me off. The fact that the tournament starts and then Team USA doesn't play till Saturday. It started on Tuesday. They didn't play till Saturday. I'm like, what is going on right now? Yeah, very so, odd. Scale. I don't think that the schedule makers did them any good. But, but also, I think the problem you're laying out is more of an American problem and an American sports yeah, problem than it fair. is. But I can, else. I can, I can tell you which soccer tournament is in the hierarchy is. I don't know who these do nods you're, you're telling. But I, I think people. No, but I think there's disagreements. I, mean, world, world, I think people disagree. But World Depending Cup is number one. World Cup is once every four years. I don't know if people that are like devout EPL people or devout La Liga people or like I, I don't know if they'll agree with that. Like, I, but I, you know, I, I'm speaking the, from the outside. It's once every four years. It's a tournament that happens once every. It's the biggest tournament in this world and when in the sports world. From it, the outside, globally. I think the World Cup is by far the yeah. biggest for well, soccer. That's what I'm saying. From the outside, yeah. But in terms of. The World Baseball Classic, it has no history. No. It's in its infancy. Like, the World Cup, like, I can respect that because it's been going on for how many how many years? Uh, there's been how many of them? Like, the World Baseball Classic, this is like the third or fourth one with baseball players. And by the way, the whole my whole thing with the World Baseball Classic, I'm actually not going to go the way you think with the Edwin Diaz thing. That was like in a celebration, right? Like, I can't get to, you know, you can't. Yeah, but if the World Baseball Classic wasn't happening, yeah, he's not celebrating. celebrating. Yeah, I guess. That's well, not the, haven't that's the Mets not the celebrated that like off. a World yes. Series yeah. win yeah. in, in spring yeah. training? Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, did, he could have done this anytime. I did reach out to a friend of mine and I said, hey, man, does that tell you that, you know, that ligament was was doomed? And he said, sort of. Like, really? Yeah, you know, to the point that, like, you know, that, that could have happened if he was at running. Any, at any point. Yeah, yeah. so, you know, uh, there was obviously a tear there and, and one little Spring training jump. injuries happen. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think it's a big difference between playing three innings and not taking it, you know, not going that hard and being subbed out as soon as you know, that just, happens. And playing just, nine innings competitive, and if there's I not a to Todd Frazier and he but, said they go hard in spring training, but if there's it's not the time a, to go hard, have you ever watched a spring training game? Though I asked Todd I, Frazier, who I played get, in I think spring that's training. What players say though that they go hard. He's not playing. He's a, he's I, I a retired it, but, athlete. But he was I think honest. We, we've all watched spring training. Like we've all watched what it looks like, and it's definitely a different intensity level in the regular season. And by the way. What, so you're telling me that if these players... They well, it's a different intensity because it doesn't. Intensity. the game doesn't mean Absolutely. anything. And that's I think why the players are playing hurt. hard. Play, the guys are more incentivized to throw inside and take advantage of the plate. Guys are more incentivized to crowd the plate. Guys are more incentivized to slide at second, slide at third, risk your hands. There's so many little things that can happen in baseball. And by the way, if there's not an intensity level difference between the WBC and spring I'm training, not there cancel the WBC. I'm not like, saying there isn't, but follow me. Yeah, but the it's point not like it's spring training yeah. where I think they're playing 75%. Like, yeah. I think they're going on... The the intensity difference is the crowd is just there because they're in clear water and they want to hang out. 47,000 Mexican yeah. fans are going to change awesome. the vibe yeah, awesome. versus, yeah, down there in Clearwater Beach it's, with uh, the Tiki Hut right behind you. It's you so know? awesome that no one in America is watching it But at that's all. a shame. That's fine. It's bigger than America. That's fine. Yes. It's bigger then than that, America. Then that's what we're arguing. But if that's the argument, then MLB team should say, yeah, we're absolutely not sending you. That should be in every single contract, especially for pitchers. That should be in Why, every contract. How can you send them to Dominican and Venezuela and all those for, if those players play for you, but not USA well, I'd players? I'd say it to everyone, but that's just a different argument. Yeah, I, I think it's... Man, that just puts American sports in such a bubble because the same thing happened with NBA the and the doing? Olympics. How's the NFL doing, guys? Yeah, that's that's like, great, but the, the, baseball's a bigger sport than just... NFL is American. That is an American sport. That is this bubble. If NFL tried to go global and have these big tournaments around the world, it's not going to work because other countries don't have football. Baseball is around in almost every country, and it's huge, especially yeah. in Asian countries, and especially Japan. We're seeing all these Japanese phenoms, guys that are throwing 100 miles an hour, not just Shohei Otani. So we're, we're seeing how global the sport baseball is, and baseball can't just keep itself to, oh, well, it's just an American sport. It's more than that now. Baseball is a global sport because the people in those countries don't have, like, MLB level leagues that are so organized and there's championships that have 60,000 people going to them. This is their World Series. So that that's what that is. That, like it's not something where oh this is going to translate where we're going to have all this boom in baseball fans in Mexico. I, I truly don't believe that. And people are going to point to the 1992 dream team and that happening with basketball. I think it's a lot easier and a lot more accessible to find a basketball player you love and be like I'm going to go watch Luka Doncic's games and I'm going to watch every Mavs game because I'm a fan and I live in Spain now. Then it's different to say, "Oh, I'm going to make sure I watch Shohei Otani's four at bats spread out through nine innings. Like it's just a more accessible sport, basketball. So I think it's a little different. Like, and I know that football is an American sport. Football is dwarfing the popularity of the MLB in America and in general. Even if you can count the global stuff, if you just look at the American popularity of football. And I think that they do outreach the right way. You send them to Wembley once a year. Well, you send them to Germany once a year. It's coming. They're going to have a team there. You think so? Absolutely. I, I don't think the other owners will ever will ever put up with the, it's the not, travel. It's the, not the problems as, the travel. Present. The travel isn't anything more than here to California. No, I, I don't disagree with you, but I've, are, that's been the argument, right? Like that's been what yep. owners have been pushing back on for years. That they, you know, it's basically like you'll have to build in bye weeks after uh, every time you face I them. Fully I think it'd be cool, by the way. I think I it'd be cool. I fully expect a team in London 
by and I've been kind of consistent with it somewhat. And I'm fine with a team in London because that's in the parameters of the NFL. That's not oh let's do a I'd football say the next classic. five years we have a we have a team out there. Let's let's How do a football classic where we just take made... the regions of the country and have them play each other and hopefully See, they don't I, get hurt and the I NFL's hate, not ruined. I like, hate all that. Like, I think it's stupid, man. It just I, doesn't just work for opinion. me. Mo- moving like everything over the pond and, and yeah. having at least a team over there. Just create NFL Europa again, make it an MLS type league. Yeah, I don't just disagree do with that, that either. You know, it's it just trying to make it so the NFL has their footprint somewhere else. It's just, I don't know. It just doesn't do anything. Look, I, 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 I love what they're doing down there. You got Puerto Rico taking on Cuba, which is unbelievable. You know, Mexico. I heard a guy call into a radio station crying. You know, like that's what Mike Trout is saying. This is the most fun he's had playing Dude, baseball. Yes, a lot. He hasn't every played an important player. game. Oh, no, I think, but it's not just him. He is. I think he's echoing sentiments of almost but every single player in the world baseball. And class. that's another thing I want to bring up too, right? Like I want to be really careful because you know I get it. There are people out there that feel passionately like nobody should be playing in this. So we got players representing this country. You know, they are America right now. Like they they're out there playing their asses off for us, and we're all like, eh. They shouldn't be playing. Like, you know, we should show them some respect, man. These are uh, players that are representing this country. I'm on record yelling and screaming that the Olympic athletes that represent our country every four years never get enough attention. You want to know something else I don't watch? Like, I I don't watch the Olympics. Like, it's not my bag. Like, I'm an MLB fan. I'm an NBA fan. I'm an NFL fan. I'm not a Patriot. Like, I'm not someone (laughs) who gets riled. I I don't get riled up by patriotism. I'm I'm not saying I get riled up either, but it's our I'm not even saying that as a negative. I'm not even saying that as a negative. Like, if we take on, who do we have coming up next? We take on the winner of, uh, Mark Henry Jr. doesn't know. I'm asking no him idea. over here. I haven't watched the second. <laughs> I haven't watched a pitch. <laughs> I've only watched like five or six innings myself. I've had it on in like the background. Yeah, so, yeah. it's been on it. If these games run at seven o'clock at night being played in Miami, I probably would have watched a full game. I know I fell asleep to two. Last night I fell asleep. It was a three-two ball game. It was good. I, I love, mean, yeah, Japan's I love game was at six too. o'clock this morning. Love college drummers. Well, that's because they're. That's if you if time, you wanted to right? which, uh, yeah, right. It's Japan standard time. But, but I'm talking the about thing the thing is, prime if you had time, to... WBC games have been awful and worse than the last WBC somehow right. in America. We got to take plus. quick time out. We got Tansy joining the party. We're gonna get things back over to college hoops. He's gonna call in. And he's gonna join us next. We got games to update. We got some picks. I want to sweat some bets. I got San Diego State first half minus three. Uh, I need some help there. Rip that ticket up. No, nah, not Rip yet. Rip it up. Not nope, yet. It's over. Rip it up. <laughs> Yo, one time I, uh, when we hosted the games, one of the last times here, and uh, uh, we did a party at Xfinity Live, San Diego State played. And did you, do you know the, the mascot for San Diego State? It's, I, it's He's an Aztec, I, yeah. you know, right? But he comes in, and I mean, I got a picture. I'll show you. Dude's ripped. He's got no <laughs> shirt on. He's got like this, this like skirt style. His hair is all like he is just a madman uh, of a of a freaking mascot. And he's got this was his nice touch. One of the uh, the shells, you know, those shells that the the you know the crabs. What are those shells? Anchorman blew into it. Remember? Conch shell. There you yeah. go. Thank you. Yes. So pretty funny stuff there. At Xfinity Live, wilding out. Man, and, and Mark showed me this earlier, ago. but we already have our first uh, crying fan. Yeah. I think it was a cheerleader for Utah State, 
and she's just uh, crying. Sweetheart, you go to Utah State. Relax. <laughs> All right. All right. Joe Tan's going to join us next. The cameraman you have to be to just zoom in on him. Oh, they're crying. Get one. Camera one. Camera one. She's tears. He's tears. doing his job. <laughs> He's Come doing on. his job. It's for social media clicks. I feel bad for. Well, that's... I feel bad for still the Villanova, the 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 piccolo flute player, girl, piccolo flute girl. girl. Yeah. Piccolo well, how about girl. the one kid who's the assistant coach or whatever he is? Northwestern. Yeah. 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 Daily ticket. Joe Tanzi's next. Back after this. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus